when you fulfill your life purpose, that is how you reach your highest potential. Because what you're doing is you're activating the genius within you. And it's that genius, which is literally springing you forward. It's wanting to express itself. People talk about ego and they misinterpret ego from the perspective of they understand as being positive or negative, but they mostly have a negative connotation or association with ego. My definition of ego is an expression of your genius oneness. So let me say that again. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mental Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Lobos. Today, we're going to talk all about purpose. And we're going to get into one of the deepest purpose conversations that I've ever had. I'm in the purpose business. Men on Purpose is helping men find their purpose, helping people. And we have a lot of women now in Men on Purpose. It's helping people understand why they're here, reveal their authentic self, help to dial in why you are on this planet and to feel fulfillment and joy from that and to feel aligned and to cast away all the baggage that Paul talks about and eliminate the stuff that's been distracting and holding you back so you can live a life that is true to you and nothing from the outside is going to hurt you or hinder you or encumber you. And that's the, that's the, that's the mission that we're on. So my guest today is Paul William Davis. It's really interesting because I really came to Paul's work by accident. I'm just searching around for coaches online and, um, you know, coaches whose messaging I really liked. And, um, Paul's was one of them. And I love obviously that Paul's on the mission, same mission that I'm on and has the same purpose or very similar. So it was cool. Super cool. And Paul's website is awesome, by the way. So I loved it. But I, I like a week later, I had this person reach out to me and say, Hey, uh, I have this guy, Paul Davis. Do you want him on the podcast talking about purpose? And I said, yeah, that's so cool. That's so awesome. I just ran into this guy's website like a week ago. It's so great. And you know, look here, purpose is not, it's not easy to just get there. You don't just pull a trigger or pay a fee. You know, you have to work at it. You've got to understand and become aware. You've got to eliminate or get rid of the baggage. You've got to calibrate in this newfound self. Like you, there's a lot of work to do there. Obviously we put it into an amazing framework and curriculum for people to actually understand themselves a lot better, get that freedom, get that clarity inside and out and do their thing in life and actually love their life and not feel like, man, is this it? Or man, am I really supposed to just do this? Am I supposed to work in this office? It's been 10 years already. Is this it? That was me. Is this really it? Is this all that life has to offer me? Is this all I'm supposed to do? This is all I'm supposed to contribute to the planet? I'm wondering right now, for those of you listening, are you thinking that? Do you think that? Have you thought that? Because guess what? In this episode, we're going to answer a lot of those questions. And we're going to give you some practical advice. We're going to go through a ton of different stuff. And by the end of this episode, I'm telling you right now, it's one of the most purposeful and powerful conversations I've ever had about purpose in my life. And I'm in the purpose business. <laughs> Just think about it. So let's jump in here. Let me tell you a little bit about Paul and then let's dive in. Before I tell you about Paul, remember, Mental Purpose Community, join the Mental Purpose Community. It is free and there's so much value. There's so much value. So much value. We've got one. This podcast, you were hearing it about eight weeks later after the mental purpose community heard it because I do live recordings of me recording or a live of me recording the podcast in the mental purpose community. So all the members get to see that weeks and weeks, maybe months ahead of time. There's free coaching in there. There's free exercises, giveaways, you name it. We are there to serve. And in the event that you need something from us, if you need coaching, if you want to join a mastermind, you want to come to one of our retreats or events. Just speak up. We will help you. No problem. We got this amazing stuff. And Aaron and I are extremely on purpose with what we build. We don't mess around. We don't just give some junk to offer something like most programs do. Those programs I've been in, they're just acquiring junk to give you. We come up with this stuff like on purpose. And it has a purpose and a trajectory. And it is staged so that your brain understands what's going on and can work with it. And you get lasting, sustainable, powerful results. 
Okay, commercial over. <laughs> All right, here's Paul. So Paul Davis is an intuitive personal advisor. He's an entrepreneur, a three-time best-selling author, and an award-winning business growth consultant and professional speaker. Now, Paul says by combining his intuitive gifts with an exacting methodology that he developed, he's able to give people the clarity, certainty, and confidence of what their true life purpose is so they can start living a life of joy, fulfillment, and meaning and pursue a path to reach their full potential. Sounds pretty damn good, right? The episode's super powerful. Get into it now. Get your pen and paper out. You're going to want this. Like, You're going to want this. You're going to need to do this. Everybody, enjoy. All right, Paul, here we go, man. Listen, now I'm going to tell the audience this story real quick. So back in December, I just told you this and I'm going to repeat it. Back in December, um, I was looking for a new marketing company and, and they, my coach at the time had said, give me a website, give me a person that like really speaks the same language as you. And so I searched and searched and searched and searched, found your website, really, really loved your stuff. And then gave it to them. And then a week later, I, I completely, aside from this, a booking agent wrote to me and said, hey, I think this guy would be good for your podcast. Obviously not knowing that I had been stalking you for a while. <laughs> so um, I love that you're here, man. And I'm so excited for this conversation. We've got MOP community listening live. I mean, this is a topic that I think, and maybe you do too, most people will go their whole lives and never find their purpose, not even get close. And so let's just start with your past and, and your trajectory up to who you are today. Like, why did this become so important to you? Like, I mean, like it is to us. Um, and first of all, thanks for having me on the show, Ian. Um, honestly, mm -hmm. I am, I'm, my, I, I'm here to, I mean, I'm here to share a message because um, there, there's so many people I want to reach. Uh, for a particular reason, and you know, I, I might explain that reason as we go through the conversation. Um, well, okay. So for, for your listeners, I, I'm based here in Dublin, in Ireland, um, and I have been in Ireland all my life. So let me give you a bit of a, a backstory in relation to where, um, where and why I'm, I'm, I'm at this juncture in my life. Um, I grew up in Ireland, as I said, and in Ireland, there is a bit of folklore or a bit of mythology around um, somebody that's the seventh son of a seventh. So, and what that mythology is, is that um, a person that's born uh, being the seventh son of a seventh has, is, is born with special gifts. And those gifts are typically in the healing arena. So when I was growing up, um, given that understanding of a folklore from my parents, um, I ended up being actually the seventh son of a seventh of a seventh. So I'm, I'm three generations. Um, and for anybody wow. that is, is keen into numbers, um, they will know that three is a very, very significant number. And so is seven um, as, as a key number. Um, so I, as a young kid, I, I grew up from the point of view of I would be healing a number of different people. They'd come to the house. I'd give them a healing. And even on holidays, I'd, I'd end up with people um, coming to us and, and uh, wanting a healing. And but then when it came to being a teenager, I, I just did not want to do that anymore. Um, it just wasn't cool. And I kind of rebelled against it, to be honest with you, because um, it was more from so my parents. Let me, let me ask you something. Yeah. What, what what like did you like did you you were healing people because your parents yeah. told you that this folklore hit like this and that you could heal people? That's. So it wasn't like yeah, you went to so, school or training or went to hypnosis. No, okay. <laughs> no but, but there, there is a test that was done. Um, there's a test that you can do to see whether you have the gift. And um, that test was done on me. And, 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 and so I had the gift. And therefore, the people that would come to the house, they could have um, cancer, rheumatism, migraines, you name it, right across the board in a whole spectrum of, of, of different um, ailments and such. I even had a priest, Catholic priest, come to come to the house for for healing, which would be unusual, um, given um, the Roman Catholic yeah. Church and so on, and their view on on that side of things. Um, but as I said, I, I rebelled against it, um, and I kind of just followed my career path as um, as as every normal person does. Um, I I disliked school at all. I I just did not like it at all. Um, so yeah. I ended up trying a lot of different things. 
to find out what it is that I wanted to do as a career. And to cut a long story short, I ended up being an accountant. I studied electronic engineering, I studied taxation and all the kinds of things. But my whole career was going into companies and turning them around. So helping them to, companies that were making financial losses, I, I'd go into them, turn around very, very quickly. My average track record is six months in, in turning a company around. Um, and then I'd help them to grow and scale um, the business from that perspective. And then I set up my own business in 2001. So I'm about 22 years in business now at this stage. And with the same purpose to um, help business owners to grow and scale their businesses. That's, that's my background. That's what people would see from the outside, let's put it that way. Um, and I sure. just grew up thinking that everybody could do what I could do. Um, but it wasn't until I met different people and they kind of said, well, you know, there, there, there's something about you. I, I've never come across you before. And I suppose what um, I ultimately, let me explain it for, for yourself and the listeners. Um, I'm an empath and I'm also an intuitive. So growing up throughout my whole life as, as a kid, um, I would pick up feelings for an individual, um, any, anybody that, that I came across. And they're not, even though you might get somebody and they might um, have a smile on their face and present the mask, which, you know, the vast majority of people do in the world, uh, they presented this yeah. persona. Um, I would empathically feel very, very differently in relation to what they were really feeling inside. Um, uh, the way I described it, like a, a soul level um, uh, feeling is, is what I pick up. And then, um, but I'd also get um, images insights, knowings for, for, for people that I'd meet. And it was primarily around what they were to do in life, what their purpose was. Um, but I'd also see it from what was the impact that they were to make and the, um, I suppose, the, the intention behind it. And I just assumed everybody else could do, could do the same. So a lot of the time that I would, hence the reason why I have such a success rate in companies, I'd go into the company and I would know what's the what's the direction the company should go in for the highest success based on the business owners that we work with and so on. Um, and hence the reason why I had, I had huge success from that part perspective. But one of the things that was always in the back of my mind was that I, I could tell my clients and tell people, look, this, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Here's the direction you should go in and here's what's, what's going to be bringing the best success and so on. And the, the, the meetings that I'd have would be absolutely phenomenal and amazing because I'd, I'd get all this imagery and knowings and insights for, for the clients and so on. And I'd leave those meetings and I'd go back into my car and I would feel totally and utterly deflated. Um, hmm. And all I wished for was for somebody to come along to me and tell me what my purpose was, just the same way as I was able to hmm. tell other people what their purpose was. And, you know, all throughout my whole life, I would have, you know, from, from an age of 10, <clears throat> I would have contemplated, planned and, and attempted suicide. Um, and it was so, so all of those thoughts from the perspective of, you know, what what's the point of, of, of being here? Um, so it was a kind of a, a constant driving force w within me. And um, but then it wasn't until a particular point in time in my life that I got this um, amazing download. And for anybody who doesn't understand intuitive, I described it as being a, a download. You get this literally, it's literally just a download yeah. of information and it's just absolutely phenomenal when you receive those downloads both for clients and, and and for myself and so on and for one better word the eureka moment within that download was paul your purpose is putting people on their purpose on their right track hmm. and um i suppose to you know to cut a long story short again which was i spent years and years and years trying to find out what my purpose was so i had done literally what everybody else had done um, by way of, you know, going to read books, going to the internet, searching online, going to different mentors and coaches and, you know, different people around the world and so on, trying to find what, what my purpose was. Um, and none of them gave me the answers. And actually, you know, a lot of what is shared online and in books, I, not that I dismiss it, but I, I, I don't agree with it fully. And I can explain, you know, what each one of those elements are uh, for your listeners yeah, if, if you feel that's helpful. Um, so what I've been doing over the years is developing a methodology um, because one of the things that I used to get from clients was, you know, I, I tell them what their purpose was and I tell them what, what they're supposed to be doing and the impact that they're supposed to be making and so on and what that looked like and all the kind of, sort of things. And they would just turn around to me and, Paul, and say, Paul, you're, you're just making it up. 
where on earth are you getting the information from? What's mm. all, you know, I, I, I don't, I'd love to do it, but I, I can't see the connection. So those years then were spent trying to find ways of how could I substantiate my knowings and my insights and my images that I would get for clients and turn it into such a way that I could find the evidence for somebody in their life. So therefore, when I found the evidence, then I could, then they could, not, not that they would accept it more, but it made more sense to them. They could see and they could join the dots. And now when I'm sure. working with clients, I bring them through the methodology. I'm using my own intuition and so on in order to, to guide so, some of those questions that I'm asking them as well. Um, and then I'm sharing some of the information with them. And ultimately what I want to try and do, I, I'm working right now at the moment, is to um, turn that methodology into a into a program, into a course, um, to reach as many people as I possibly can. Um, because bottom line is, you know, I, I, my own insights as regards to where, where, where the world is going. Um, it's not a great place, to be honest with you, from, from that side, and from an empathic point of view. Sure. Um, and I, I need to reach as many people as, well, as I possibly can. So I, I'm literally... If somebody was to ask me what what's what's my purpose, my purpose literally is I'm on a mission to save lives, both literally, both metaphorically and literally, um, because there's so many people out there that are completely lost. They don't know what their purpose is. They will have the same thoughts as what I would have had over the years in the sense of suicide ideation and some of the clients that even come to me in terms of um, planning or attempting suicide and so on. Um, so I, I'm trying to reach those people to to, to save those lives, but also. There's a lot of people that are just they they don't have a sense of fulfillment. They they they're on a hamster wheel is what I describe as. And clients will tell me since I just feel like I'm at a crossroads. I no idea with regards to what I should do in my life. I don't know what to do, uh, where I should go, and what my what my purpose is is on life. Um. So that's that's now what I that that's ultimately what I do. So the the website that yeah. you came across in, um, my the hat that I would have worn for many, many years, 20 odd years, would have been the business consultant hat, the accountant's hat, and that's a, on a completely different website altogether. Whereas right. um, I made a decision a number of years ago um, because of, of a, a personal pivotal moment uh, in, in 2011, which was actually, do you know what? I need to show the world who I truly am. Warts and all, everything, hence the reason why I, I've no issue talking about suicide ideation. I've no issue talking about you know what I do as an intuitive, um, as, as an empath as well. Um, putting people on their purpose. So now that becomes front and center of what I do. And then the business consultancy side of things. Now I take an individual that has, uh, we, we discover what their life purpose is. And now I turn or I, I develop the business with them from the perspective of how do we align the business to their purpose in order to yeah. make the biggest impact from their perspective. And that's what I do now. Yeah. And it's so cool, man, because we do very similar stuff I think you yeah. got a lot more years on me um, in terms of time on <laughs> <Yeah>. task, <laughs> not in terms of age, time on task. That's what I was referring to. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's interesting is in 2019, in 2015, right before my daughter was born, uh, at the end of 2015, I had a coach say to me, um, you know, what, what's your, what's your purpose with this real estate business? You know, I had a very successful real estate business and they, and I said, you know, helping people buy and sell houses and I'm, and I'm, I'm making an impact in their life by this. And he's like, bullshit, dude, bullshit. You're replaceable. You die tomorrow. And you're out and they won't miss you. And I was like, no, come on, man. I is my ego. Oh, I'm way more important than that. I'm, I'm an expert negotiator and, uh, and I like to get on video and I market really well. And he's like, none of them. One day this will come true or one day this will like come to you and you'll understand it. And at the end of 2019 and like, like, um, like September of 2019, I had this bad business dealing with a partner, wound up stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars and just put me into a tailspin. And the same guy came back to me and said, what are you actually doing on this planet? You're a real estate agent making money. They don't need you. Find a business where they need you, where you are a, a unique entity, not irreplaceable, just not as easily replaceable as like a real estate agent, a lawyer, a, an accountant, even a doctor. Make yourself so damn 
needed because of the value you offer. Not, not anymore. And I was like, huh. He goes, start that quest, man. Like start the quest now. Like you, you need to find it. And every day for the audience, every day for those four years in between, I really woke up every morning and I said, is this really it? Like, is this all there is for me to run this business and to basically kiss these clients' asses? And don't get me wrong, for any former real estate clients of my listening, <laughs> I, I, there are many that I loved and many that were just transactions, to be honest. And that guy was right. I started thinking about it more and more. And he said, you are replaceable. If you die tomorrow, your clients might be sad. But they will still sell their house and someone else will get the commission. You're nobody. And I started journaling and journaling and journaling. Like, what's my purpose? What's my, what's my mission here? Why am I here? What's bigger than me that I need to like get into and like morph into? And then I got invited to this podcast convention in San Diego. Felt like a total imposter because I didn't have a podcast. I just ran a, another podcast called Real Estate Rockstars. And then I started writing things as I learned ideas and, and started seeing these people that were like, oh, I'm a former this or I'm a former that. And now I teach Zen Buddhism and now I teach yoga. And I'm like, that's so cool. I want to do that. And then I got invited back in March of 2020, right? Beginning of March, 2020. And the whole time I was there, I was speaking on stage or I was journaling and I was like, talk about the download. All these words just were pouring out of me onto this index card. And then man on purpose was in the center. And a couple hours later that day, last day, this lady came up to me and said, I got a, I got a podcast called men on purpose. And her exact words were, it's going nowhere. I'm about to mothball it. Do you want to buy it? And I was like, yes, I do. I do. You know, it just, 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 it was just there. And I look back at that two years ago and I go, I, I, I feel like I would have been welded to the tracks of life if I would have stayed in real estate because my fear around the identity that I had created as a real estate agent is a good one. My fear was that no one will care about me or nobody's going to believe me as a personal development coach, even though I've been coaching for like five years. I just never told anybody about it because I was really afraid. And when that came... It registered so hard in me. And I was like, oh my God, I think I found my purpose. And now it's my purpose to help other people get off the tracks like I was on. And then mental purpose, like zoop, hockey sticked. And so when I meet guys like you, I'm like, man, I just want to do everything I can to align with a guy like this to help your mission, which helps my mission, which when you say save lives, you're not talking from suicide. You're talking from, from living as mm. you're like, like you're dying. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. something like that. It's like, um, um, it's not truly right living, okay. right? You're, you're slowly dying, yeah. slowly dying. Yeah. yeah. And that is, dude, that's crucial. I mean, how, what else, what else, what else is more crucial than that in, in today's world to have somebody find who they authentically really are inside to find why the hell they're here on this planet and to not live with the regret later on in life that they, that they just went through the motions and they wasted 60, 50, 80 years. That, that hits me in the heart. Does that do that to you too? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I say it, I say it every single day. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I, I see it in people that are close to me and it's, it's absolutely heart wrenching because you, yeah. you, you can tell the difference between somebody that's on their purpose and absolutely loving life versus somebody that's literally just it's it's that hamster wheel it's that groundhog day yeah and they're just checking in each day and it's it's just so heart-wrenching to, to actually watch somebody along those lines um what, what you referred to in, in your story in is I, I use the analogy of the feather the brick in the truck when i'm explaining to clients and and what i mean by that yeah. is that what is that so we we, we constantly get messages from the universe and call you know the universe whatever you like whether it's higher power higher minds god universe um, collective intelligence wh whatever whatever terminology is th th that people want to use but it's those constant nudges that we get to try and put us on our on our purpose on the right track and it starts off a bit like a feather but a bit like the touch of a feather 
And hence the reason why I get clients coming to me and I even have it on my website as, as a feather, an image of the feather, because clients come to me and as part of the conversation or towards the end of the conversation, they'll, they'll actually turn around and say, I don't know how I found you. I literally have no idea how I came across you or how I found you, but I can now understand the yeah. conversation that we've just had. Um, and th those nudges are, are just, we, we could be watching a movie, we could be reading a book, we could be having a conversation with somebody or listening to a podcast. And something inside us resonates to say, actually, you know what, no, th this is, here's your next signpost or here's your next signal as regards to what you should do to, to be on the right track. And we sometimes we, we, we take them on board, other times we, we just ignore them. But if we ignore them, well, then that's when the brick comes along. Now, the brick is a little bit more subtle, as you can imagine, if you can imagine getting hit by a brick. It's, it, it happens in terms of a financial setback or we lose a big client or we are, you know, we, we help get a, a health scare um, and it just, it stops us in our track um, for a little period of time, but we can get over it. And if we do, and we, we take the message as regards what's within the brick itself, we'll then be correct course. Now in, in my first book, Evolve, I, I talk about that analogy and I talk about I, I learned very early on that I'm the brick when it comes to the universe. Um, but when people don't listen to the brick, well, then the truck comes along. And that truck is a, is a complete business failure. It's bankruptcy. It's a divorce or a separation. It's, it's a health issue that you can get over and you can survive, but it definitely alters your life. And hmm. that's, that's the truck and nobody wants a truck. So people are, are, are going through life and they're getting all these messages in, in terms of the feathers, the bricks and the trucks, and they still, they're still not understanding those messages. And part of the work that I do is, is getting them to understand those messages. Why are people not listening? You know, you know, most people can see it. They can feel it. They can understand yeah. that there's something happening here. Why are they not yeah. listening? Is it stubbornness? Part is it fear? Is it all those? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say fear because a lot of the a lot of the thing that I come across with clients is that they they have this inner desire they know that they need to change, but it's the fear of that change, and um, it's well it's also the fear of the unknown because they 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 have an inner desire that they should be doing something differently, but they just don't know what that different thing is, and they try a whole lot of different things. And, you know, as, as I referred to earlier on, they search online, they read books, they go to Machu Picchu, they go all different places in order to try and find out what the purpose is, which they don't right. have to, but that's, that's right. what they do. And so they try a lot of different things and, and you know, they, they do things align with their passion. Now, let me explain passion. The origin of the word passion comes from patty, which is to suffer. And anybody who's brought up in Christianity will understand, you know, the passion of Christ, which was the suffering of Christ. Right persecution and, and, yeah. and the crucifixion of, of Christ. So for people to find their passion, there's a very big difference between passion and purpose. So the phrase I use is that passion follows purpose. So people don't understand the, the definition of, of passion from the, the, the more common understood understanding of it is of doing something that you love. But there's a lot of things that I'm passionate about, but they've absolutely nothing whatsoever got to do with my purpose. So Ian, right now behind yeah, me, you, yeah. you'll see a whole load of things to do with aviation. Even my website is all geared around ask you about that. aviation. Yeah. So that's one of my passions. I, I've jumped out of airplanes. I've flown all different types of airplane. Um, this year, I, I was hoping to do it for my 20th anniversary in business, uh, was to do a biplane wing walk. Um, but I will do it this oh, year because nice. of COVID. I wasn't able to do it. Um, so literally, you know, that. so passion from that perspective is something, it's transient. It's something that you will enjoy doing. You'll get a huge amount of joy from it, from actually doing it. But it's a very, very different to your purpose. It's not exponential. So when people are trying to find their passion, that's what they're doing. But a vast majority of cases in, in what I come across, it's nothing whatsoever got to do with a purpose. So that's why one part that, that's, that's misleading for a lot of people. Um, yeah. When you're on your purpose. Well, let, me, let me ask you something real quick. Yeah. About the passion piece, because I, I know a lot of people when they talk to Aaron and I, they'll say like, I'm so passionate about this business. I'm so passionate yeah. about what I do. I'm so passionate about this. And there's only so many things that actually hit on the purpose. And yeah, 
how do you differentiate? How do you get that? Because look, I love aviation too. I, I was actually going to say something when I when your camera like was wide. I'm like, this guy's in the planes. <laughs> um, and I, I love flying too. I love everything about planes. Like 40 years old, I'm, I still go down to LAX and I'm like, how does that thing do that? Like an A380 <laughs> landing right in front of you. You're like, that's a building floating in the air. Anyway, um, that's a passion of mine. It has nothing to do with yep. my purpose. Now, exactly. I think it could if I was flying my plane around the country, rounding up guys to go to a mountain retreat to find yeah. their purpose or to yeah. unlock their you know authentic self, something like that, maybe. Yet it still wouldn't be my purpose. It would just be a tool in yeah, my purpose. Agree. You know? So, so you can, can bring you get your really clear on the it. difference between that? Yeah. You can you can bring your passions into your purpose or into what it is that you're doing, but it's not your purpose. Think of your purpose from the perspective of right. it's what's going to give you fulfillment. It's a mission that you have to fulfill. So when I'm talking about purpose, there, there, there's four elements that makes up a purpose for me. One is what I recall or what I call um, your genius role. Now, your genius role, for, for people to understand where, where genius comes from, genius comes from the Latin word genre, which is um, there's different pronunciations, but, but take it from that perspective. But the understanding or the meaning of genius is, is that spirit that's present when you're born. And it's your innate abilities. That's where genius comes from. Now, every single human being has an overarching purpose. And then within that overarching purpose, there's a unique individual purpose. So the overarching purpose is to be you, your genius you. It's to live life fully, to experience to love and to evolve. That's what we're here to do. So people will come yeah. across, if, if, if they're interested in this particular subject matter, they will typically come across the phrase, we're, we're a spiritual, we're a spirit having a human experience. So that overarching purpose is what every single individual does or is here to do. And then within that overarching purpose, we have a fingerprint specific individual purpose that's unique to ourselves. And what's make what makes up that from from my perspective is you've got a, your genius role. Now, your genius role. I've identified ten different genius roles, and an individual will play one of those roles, um, throughout their whole life. They don't have to work at it. They don't have to develop any skills on it or do any education. They will literally do that genius role literally throughout their whole life. Now, your genius role is always, always, always. This is how perfect the universe works. Your genius role is always matched with your mission. So what I call your genius quest, mm -hmm. that's what your mission, that's your what you are to do. So you've got your role. Now, what people often need to know is there's a shadow side for every single role and there's a frustration point for every single genius role. And it's that shadow side and that frustration point that causes self-sabotage. So when you know what your genius role is and you're aware of the shadow side and your frustration point, now you can avoid that self-sabotage. So your genius role is how you're to fulfill your mission. Your genius quest is what you are to do. And then your genius drivers are what's going to give you that joy, that fulfillment, that sense of mojo, that zest for life, that, you know, what people would refer to as passion, but they're two completely different things. A sense of fulfillment is very, very different to what you get compared to, 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 to passion. And then the last piece is your genius inspiration. Now, people will have come across, well, find your why. And there's a lot of coaches, a lot of consultants out there and, and so on, teaching, you know, find your why and so on. And the, the premise is, you know, you know, find out, you know, why it is that you do what you do. But here's the thing. Every single element to do with your life purpose comes from your unconscious, not your conscious mind. So where you were journaling, what you referred to earlier on, you were accessing your unconscious in order to find out what your purpose was. So where people will journal, they'll access their unconscious from a lot of different ways, well then now they'll get a little bit more insight as regards what their purpose is. But what most people do is they try and figure out what their why is, consciously, meaning using their conscious thinking, but also yeah. they're trying to figure out their why based on what they're currently doing. So they're applying a why to what they're currently doing. Now, what they're currently doing may not be what their true purpose is. So they're never going to find their true why. You've got to find your what first, what you are to do, and then you'll understand. Your unconscious will give you your why, 
but then you'll understand your true inspiration, your true why, once you know your true what. And that's what makes up your genius you. Your genius you is made up of those four elements, and that's our overarching purpose, what we're here to do. So I want to go back through those because what you just said was pretty damn powerful. <laughs> just for the audience <laughs> that may not understand what Paul just said, you want to rewind this. Hit the hit the two minute, five minute button back and go listen to that again because that was was one of the most succinct ways I've ever heard that put. So good on you, man. That was really tight, really tight. Um, okay, so let's go back for a second. Sure. And I, and I, I also want to – actually, before we go back, I want to ask you a question, real world. In uh, October of 2015, before my daughter was born, I felt really emotional one day. My wife and I were at the office. It was a Sunday. My wife's pregnant. My whole team didn't show up. And I'm like, what the, what am I doing? Like, I'm in the office on a Sunday. My whole team's supposed to be here. Like, I'm doing the work. This is, like, I was pissed. And I'm looking at my wife and she's like, she's not happy. And, and I start journaling. I start writing this. Why am I in this business? Like, what am I doing? And, the, and, and this why was like, oh, I'm doing it for my future children and my family and generational wealth and all these bullshit buzzwords that are float around in all of these communities. And then I realized after like a, a year plus at the end of 2016, when my wife was like, hey, um, uh, this isn't really working out and our, our baby's a year and you barely know her, uh, I think I want a divorce. I think we should just end this. And I was like, oh my God, but I've been working on myself. I know my why. I've been hustling and grinding and doing all the shit. She goes, yeah, well, you, but you haven't been showing up as you. You've been showing up as the hustler, the grinder. We want, I want my husband and my best friend and she needs her dad. That's not a guy that you've been. I'm like, damn, it was a harsh reality. I'm still married by the way. And my daughter's, you know, six and a half years old. But the point of that was every time, which my wife pointed out, you say your why is your family. Yet if you're running this marathon for your family, then why at every chance you get to stop and talk to us or grab a cup of water from us in this marathon you say you're on, do you not check in with us? So if we're your why, why are you running right by us every time? And I was like, holy shit, my family's not my why. Cause I'm not doing the work on me. I'm not doing the work in the business. I'm, I say my family's my why, but I'm, I'm not doing the lead generation. I'm not going to see that client. I'm showing up late. Everybody's been lying to me about having a purpose and finding my why and all this shit. So I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up as the what over the why. So let's dig into that for a second. So four elements of purpose are genius role, quest, drivers, and inspiration. Um, the quest is the what, the genius role is the how. What's the drivers again? That's what's going to give you that joy and the fulfillment. So where yeah. people are say, saying they want to find what their passion is, your genius drivers for, for basically what I would advise people to say, throw passion at the window. Very, very different. It's yeah. very, very different to purpose. Hmm. Do you get the same kind of acceleration enjoyment? That's um, how to say the attributes of passion, people's definition of passion. Do you get all those attributes yeah. of passion from being on your purpose? You absolutely do. And so much more, so much more. It's a very, very different thing. So it's what literally How do you will know? drive you forward. How do you know that passion is an avoidance? And, I, and, the, and, and let, me, let me phrase that a little differently. How do you know that passion isn't escapism or, or avoidance? And I, and I ask you that because a lot of the passions that I used to have as a, as a you know, on the train tracks kind of, stereotypical, successful, mid-30s guy, I don't have any desire for those whatsoever. They were massive passions of mine. Aviation is really the only one that has come through in my new life as I've evolved. The rest of them, all those passions are gone. And I realized yeah. that I used those quote-unquote passions to avoid the shit I needed to deal with. Yeah. Your, your passions, as I said, are always transient. Always transient. Yeah. Whereas your genius drivers are throughout your whole life. So you'll never lose your genius drivers. 
they will be with you throughout your whole life. Now, unless you have some major significant event to happen in your life, which is basically where the truck comes along, well, then that's the only thing that will affect your purpose or only thing that will affect anything that you will do in your life. But the vast majority of people won't yeah. even change at that point in time. Because the question I get asked quite regularly is that, Paul, you know, do, do, does your purpose change over your life? And no, it doesn't. Absolutely doesn't. Because I've worked with people that are, for one better word, you know, they're in their 20s and then every single decade from there on. So I, I've, I've worked with all different types of people and from all walks of life, um, all different businesses, all different individuals, types of individuals right around the world and so on. And the purpose never changes. So hmm. it will evolve, it will develop, it will grow, but that's tread that follows right throughout your whole life. Purpose never changes. Whereas passion changes, your passion is transient. Now, the more you're on your purpose, well, then the more your passion increases. And what I mean by that, see, I, I've got to use the definite, I've got to use that word passion because that's what people understand, because that's what they've been searching for, that's what they're looking yeah. for. Yeah. It's very, very different. But they get the same elements of it and so much more. So they get the joy, they get the enjoyment from it, they get the fulfillment from it, but they get so much, much more. So that's where now that grows. And that's where I use the phrase, passion follows purpose. The more you're on your purpose, well, then the more zest for life you actually, your, your, your life now becomes more around a mission to fulfill and a vocation. And whereas a lot of people are, they're, they're going through life and it's a means to an end they're doing a pro they're doing a, a job or they're doing a business in order to pay the bills um, and a lot of a lot of the time it's a case of well if they were to do anything else what would that be something else to do and that's what people find difficult yeah. to try and figure out what it is now for, for anybody so to reach their full potential yeah there is but for anybody to reach their full potential which is the arena you're in Ian, is that which is I, I can absolutely see why why what you do in helping men to reach their full potential is aligned to discover helping them to discover what their life purpose is. Because when you oh, totally. fulfill your life purpose, that is how you reach your highest potential. Because what you're doing is you're activating the genius within you. And it's that genius, which is literally springing you forward. It's wanting to express itself. People talk about ego and they misinterpret ego from the perspective of they understand it as being positive or negative, but they mostly have a negative connotation or association with ego. My definition of ego is an expression of your genius oneness. So let me say that again. Your ego is yeah. your expression of your genius oneness. When you know and you're living your life aligned with your genius oneness, but it's oneness with something that's higher, meaning the universe, what I refer to as the superconscious, super God, higher power, higher mind, whatever that greater than us is in your terminology. It's your connection with that one, with that higher power. That's oneness. Now, I, when I'm working with clients, I refer to the genius pendulum and everybody has their genius pendulum, but that pendulum is constantly swinging from left to right, which is what a pendulum does. But when that pendulum is swinging from left to right, now they're out of equilibrium. And in some cases, they're out of that oneness with a higher power, higher mind. So the universe is constantly trying, trying to, it's using all it possibly can in order to bring us back into equilibrium. When we're back into equilibrium, that's what people will understand as being in flow or being, you know, in the zone. That, that's the equilibrium point. And when you're in that equilibrium point, that's when you're on purpose. That's how you reach your highest potential. Yeah. So the, the one easy way when people say like, what are we doing here in this mastermind or what, what is our goal here? And like my coach was asking me this morning, how do you explain this in like one, like five word sentence? And I said, it's, uh, and he said, and dispel the competition. And I said, elimination over acquisition. And he was like, explain it. And I explained it and he was like, great. Um, and the reason why I say that to people is we're not going to pile a bunch of shit on top of you. We're going to help you remove all the parts of you that aren't you that were put there by mom and dad and, 
and the type of neighborhood you live in and the culture that you're in and the job that you have. And as we start to become aware and understand those things that really aren't the authentic us, we are then standing there without all that weight on us. And we can now see more clearly the universe's delivery. Would you agree with that? Um, to an extent, there, there, there's stuff that yep. we carry around and let's, let's just call it baggage. And it's that yep. baggage that holds us back significantly. Yep. And when we start to remove that baggage, that's now when things become an awful lot more effortless. So we can get through life an awful lot easier. We don't react to things that show up in our life. We don't react to other people. Circumstances show up and where some people would lose their head, we, we don't yeah. because now we've removed all that baggage and we understand on a much, much deeper level. So I've identified 12 different states of being and an individual will go up and down through those different states. But when you get to a particular state, you you see the whole, the perfection of the universe and how it works, how we're to, you know, navigate and work with all the different universal laws. And now things become, it's, if you've ever watched the Matrix movie with um, Keanu Reeves, yeah. that expresses the Matrix where people are asleep versus what it's like living on your purpose and you're moving up to those higher states of being. Because now in, in, there's a particular point in the movie where Keanu Reeves, absolutely the penny drops for want of a better word, and he's now in that zone and he's just flowing with the energy. That's being yeah. on purpose. Yeah. So is would you explain um, enlightenment, Buddha, Jesus, Mohammed, Moses, would you explain that 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 uh, uh, understanding of those people, that story, those characters, is that with all that stuff removed in that pure flow state? Is that what those like, just take, take them, take them like they're real people. I mean, obviously there's a lot of history on them. So let's just say the real yeah. people, real people in today's world, completely unencumbered and undistracted. And that's the flow state. It doesn't, Obviously, it takes practice. However, it takes the removal. Yeah? You can get to a flow stage once you are doing work that's in line with your purpose. So let, let me explain that. Yeah, You can get to a yeah. flow stage. So people that would have been, they, they would have had glimpses of it in terms of they would have been doing particular work and they would have lost all sense of time and space. That's been in a flow stage. And when they've, and they, they could have literally had, have been there for hours, if not a whole day. And when when they've gotten their, for one bad word, their, their head off the table, because now they're, they're back out of that flow state, they, they realize the time now, the amount of hours that have passed, but their energy is much, much higher. It, 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 it hasn't drained their energy. It's actually given them more energy. So that, that's flow state. Now, can you be in a flow state 100% of the time? No, you can't. Because otherwise, you're not going back to the overarching purpose of life. And the overarching purpose of mm -hmm. life is to be your genius you, to live life fully, to love, and to evolve. So you cannot evolve and you cannot love, you cannot fully understand love without all that different stuff that shows up in our life. So all that stuff, meaning that, you know, something happens in the business or we have an argument with somebody or whatever, that's there for a reason because... Otherwise, we don't understand love and we can't evolve. So all of those, you know, being, you know, a spiritual being and the human experience, that's what we're here to do as an overarching purpose, as well as our unique yeah. individual purpose within that. Yeah. The, do you need that dichotomy of the yes. light and dark? Okay. You have yes. to have that. I mean, you really you do. For gratitude, you have to. For you, Yeah. Yeah. But let, let me yeah. put it this way. So when, when people understand it from a contrast perspective, now it makes it an awful lot easier for, the, for, the, for them to conceptualize. So you cannot sure. understand, I mean, fully understand, you cannot understand heat without knowing cold. You can't. Yeah. A, a fish doesn't know what it's like to be on land because all it knows is water, being surrounded with water. Right. So we need contrast in our life in order to understand it. Hence the reason, in order for us 
to really truly understand and know what it's like to be love, you have to have all that other SH1T that shows up in our life every single day. Because without knowing the contrast, you cannot know love. And love is knowing absolutely who you truly are as a soul within a human being. So think of it from the perspective of when you know, absolutely know who you truly are. Now, if you're that, well, then what does that makes everybody else? Because what I see when I'm working with people and connecting with people is I see the soul within the individual and the soul here to fulfill a purpose. So therefore, the personality, for one better word, falls away. And that personality is part of the baggage that people carry around them every single time. When you remove all that baggage, wow. now you're seeing how the universe works and you're connecting with the universe. You're, you're connected in the universe, for one better word, from that perspective. And now you're going through life in a very, very, very different way. Yeah, I like the way you put that. So I want to go back for a second and get some practical stuff out for people. Obviously, this is a pretty big topic. And for somebody that's listening right now, and they're like, yeah, I, I know that I'm not in my zone of genius. I'm not in, I'm not in my purpose. I, I, I'm just scared to make a move here. And, and that's legit. I mean, maybe the maybe person has a family and then they're, they're, they're the sole breadwinner and like, we get it. And they, and they say to themselves, the fear of moving, the unknowns are not heavier than the fear of, uh, or sorry, are heavier than the fears and pain that I face now. Yet then they get in this cycle and then, it, and then like then they're 75 years old and they go, shit, I, I wasted so much time. How can somebody, let's say they're not coaching with us. They're just, they just want to start something right now. Like start journaling, yeah. start doing something. How can they yeah. start that process of loosening that, like that bedrock that's like encased them or the, you know, that, that jail cell that's almost encased their soul. And they've just kind of like written the ticket and said, uh, yeah, I'll just, if this is the easy way and I'm making 300 grand a year and my family's happy, like here, just here, sign off. I'm not going anywhere. I'll yeah. sign off here. How do we say to them and empower them to say, I'm not willing to live with what's at stake if I don't take a chance here. And is everybody designed to take a chance? And I don't, I don't think they are, but like, what about those guys that are sitting in the middle ground right now? Like just needing something to get over that line and just start that process. There, there, there's so many things I can answer that one question on Ian. Well, let me, let me start this way. Sure. One is, so, um, I'll, I'll, I'll bring people back to the analogy I referred to earlier on, which is the feather, the brick and the drug, because if you don't take action, so think of this, if, if somebody's listening to this podcast um, and they're in that mode of, of trying to figure out, well, what should they do? And fear is holding them back or something like that, or whatever it is that, that that's holding them back. Think of this podcast as being the feather. And I can guarantee you, 100% guarantee you that if you're not on your purpose, well, then if you're not listening to the feather, well, then the brick will come along. And if you don't listen to the brick, well, then the truck will come. So you, now you've got a decision to make. So I also then use another analogy, which is think of yourself as being that you're, you're walking to, um, you're, you're walking to the coast and you can see a pontoon going out into the water and you, you, you decide to, to, you know, take a stroll down the pontoon and there's a rowing boat moored to the side of that pontoon. Right now, you've got to make a decision. So some people are still on the pontoon. And being on the pontoon, is that's their old life. That's the, the life that they're yeah. used to. They're, it's comfortable. It's solid ground. It's They're so used to it. And they, they don't really have a huge amount of fears. Yeah, it pays the bills and to get through life and all that kinds of things. So they can stay on the pontoon. Or you can get in the boat. And your boat is your purpose. And that's where you're to get to. Hmm. And the first step is taking one foot off the pontoon and putting it in the boat. Now, a lot of people stay in that stage of one foot in the pontoon, one foot in the boat and one foot on the pontoon. And, and it, it, it's unnerving because, you know, part of them wants to get in the boat fully. That's their unconscious part. And, and the part that wants to stay yeah. on safe ground, stay, stay on the pontoon. Get in the effing boat. I mean that with the highest respect. Get in the boat. Yeah. And once you get in the boat, yeah. 
What I mean by that is it's making the decision. Because as soon as you make that decision, say, actually, do you know what? I'm going to pursue my purpose. Well, then the universe will basically bring more to your, your door from the perspective of guiding you, but you have to get in that boat. If you don't get in the boat, the universe cannot guide you. It's trying to, but it's it will get to a point whereby, do you know what? I've, I've sent you enough feathers. I've sent you enough bricks. Well, now yeah. the truck is going to come. What, what do you want? It's your decision. The coming. And it all starts with your own decision. Yeah. So you're not telling no. people to just up and quit their job and get crazy. No. You're saying make no, a no. commitment to finding your purpose. Make it, it, starts, it starts with the decision first. The decision is, for yeah. some people, it's kind of, yeah, maybe I'll look at that or I'll think about it. That's still not a decision. A decision is followed by action. So that decision might be, okay, no, do you know what? I'm going to pursue my purpose. So once that decision is made, now it's a case of what's the action you're going to take to follow up on that decision. And that action might be, do you know what? I will, as a practical route, I would absolutely, which, you know, nearly every single one of my clients, if not all of them, um, do this practice. And that's meditation. Because meditation, mm -hmm. no matter what form you want to use, I do transcendental meditation. But whatever form of meditation that you use, some people refer to as mindfulness and so on. Um, but that is allowing you to calm your mind, meaning to calm your conscious thinking and allow you to access the unconscious. And the unconscious is where you're going to get all the information from. So the more you allow yourself to do that through either through journaling, through meditation, through stillness, there's a lot of different ways of how you can do it and develop it. You know, because bottom line is every single human being is intuitive. Now, I was born yeah. with which probably suppose a little more higher sensitivity or a higher level of intuition and so on, but everybody can develop, everybody has it, and everybody can increase the level of intuitive ability that they have. But how, and the starting point yeah. for that is literally to do meditation. So that even can just be the one action that somebody takes after making a decision. You do not quit your job. I never, ever, ever advise anybody to quit their job. What you do is once you know where you want to try a few different things to see whether this is your purpose, if you don't want to go through either work with yourself in or whatever to try and figure out what your individual life purpose is, it's try and do it in parallel as you're running your existing business or you're in a particular yeah. career. So therefore you can now create an alternative income while you're working on both. Sides. So therefore I, I never, ever, ever, because that, that's the most dumbest thing to advise anybody is to give up their job or give up their business and say, you know, go sure. off for a couple of years and try and find out what your purpose is and then come back. That's the most, it's the worst advice. You know, I, I, I certainly wouldn't be giving that advice. That's what I mean. Sure. Interesting. We've got, work. we've got a, uh, a friend of mine named Keith and he came to us in like end of 2020. He's going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks and wanted to quit his job. And I was like, dude, it's kind of paying the, it's kind of paying your way to find and to search. So this is what you're saying is what he did was he made a full commitment, both feet in the boat and said, I'm going to find out what it is that I'm, I'm, I'm really like here to do. And his passion was like fitness and both feet in the boat. He was like, man, I could see myself like, I could see myself doing this and it get bigger and getting bigger and getting bigger. And then like about eight, six to eight weeks ago, he finally quit his job and, and, and didn't have the most, it wasn't like his business was doing a hundred grand a month or something crazy. Like it was, it's doing okay. It's just at that point he had had both feet in the boat for so long. He just had this faith and just knew like I can confidently make this decision now. And we all supported him and it was great. I wouldn't have recommended that for sure at the beginning, like. I mean, if you're a, if you're a sink or swim person and you really want to put yourself to the test, maybe, mm. maybe you will learn yeah. some stuff about you and, and the world and creditors probably, yeah. um, definitely. Yeah. Not, a, I would advise someone who just quit your life and try and find your purpose unless you just like, you got passive income and you can roll out to Bali and do your thing on the beach and you don't have to worry about bills. You don't have a big family or something. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. So and, and as we that, wrap that up here, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. What I was going to say just, just on that, on that one point, a lot of people will say, yeah, no, I, I, I'm really passionate about doing, doing this particular, whatever that X is. Okay. 
But what right. they forget about is, and because what they're thinking of is, well, when I do this thing, I'm re- I really love it. I enjoy it so much. And I'm, I'm, I really, because I'm so, so passionate about it. But what they forget about is all the other stuff that has to be done when you're building the business. So all the marketing, yeah. the administration, all building the business, they forget about all yeah. that side of things. And then yeah. when they start to build their business, yeah. it, I why on earth did I even get into this in the first place? Whereas when you're on your right. purpose, you see it as a way to get to where you want to get to, as opposed to yeah. it's, it's in the way. It's, it's trying to get you to fulfill what your purpose is. So like you're talking about it, a, a means to an end but, but instead yeah. of a real purpose. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it becomes, you, you see all those other activities that you don't necessarily enjoy doing, but you know that you right. have to stick to it in order to, until such times you can hire somebody and pay somebody else to do it, but you see that as a way because you're focused on trying to fulfill your purpose as opposed to assuming yeah. and being attached to a fantasy whereby you think your, your life can be just doing your passion and not having to build a business, do the administration, do the marketing, do yeah. all that kind of stuff that has to be done in order to fulfill your purpose anyway. You know, what's really interesting. And I had this conversation with my friend, Jamie is not everybody's cut to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody's cut to be an employee. There is a middle ground in there called the intrapreneur where you can go in and you can be in your genius. You can be in your high level talent, yet you're not running the business. And I'll tell you right now, like running the business is not the fun part. Coaching is the fun part. Doing marketing and payroll and all, that's not the fun part. And it's interesting because I love building businesses hmm. and I'm passionate about that. So I built a business to help people build businesses. That's not my purpose. The mental purpose side is my purpose. And we built a business around that too. And there was no, there was no, you know, like when, when you were talking about the, the feather, the brick, that feather tickled me when Men on Purpose came along and two days later, COVID hit and I saw the brick flying at my face. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'm pivoting. I'm changing. I'm moving. <laughs> and then the brick was like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be right here waiting to smash you when you get off course here. And, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a really interesting piece because with, with all of the, with all of the, BS in my mind and the stuff from my conscious about bills and fear of the future and unknown and uncertainty. Most people won't make a move yet. How do you know? How do you know that it won't work? And are you willing to deal with the unknown of it not working versus try and see if it does? And you don't have to go out and start your own business. You can go to somebody, go to somebody like me, Marty, our community manager came to Aaron and I said, I want to work for you. And I'm not taking no for an answer. Give me a job, make a role. And we were like, cool, let's go. Right. So there's opportunity out there everywhere to follow your passion, to see if it is it is the right terminology, you know, kind of chase down your passions to see if a purpose manifests or to see if one, you know, that comes to what would you, how would you describe that? I, I wouldn't chase passions. Okay. I, I just wouldn't. In, in, in all the clients that have worked, yeah. worked with and so on, um, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be chasing passions, and that that's where a lot of people unfortunately get it. How do you know where to start part. though? How do you know what what path to start on? Um, try try and look through what you what are what are the activities that you naturally do that you. Okay. And for, for, forget about forget about passion or enjoyment. Just just what are the activities that you you naturally do? You find yourself doing without even thinking about it, and then you'll get a closer link or a closer alignment to to your purpose. Got it. This is a lot to chew on. It's a lot to chew on. It's an hour. It's an hour of. <laughs> it's an hour of really deep seated conversation. Well, look, I, that was a fast hour, man. I think it's the fastest hour I've ever had. <laughs> um, I, I could talk to you for hours. This is so interesting. Even in, even in the, the world that I play in and the world that I like 
you know, basically exist in. It's, uh, it's so fascinating to meet guys like you that are, they're really dialed in. And so I really am very appreciative of you sharing this information today with the audience. I know they got some great stuff out of it. Really great Thank stuff. You. So Thank thanks you. for being here and taking the time. It's it, look at, you know, I, we're, we're, we're both doing similar work for, 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 I would, I would assume similar reasons in terms of we, we want to help people. Um, and, and the more yeah. people we help to, to get them on, on the right purpose. I know what's coming down through the track in relation to the next number of years. Um, so the, the more we, we need more and more people on the right track on their purpose um, in order to deal with what's coming yeah. down through down the next couple of years. So um, yeah, look at it. The, 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 the more, more we can help people. It's, 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 that's the bottom line for me. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So I know where people can find you because that's where I found you. And then you subsequently <laughs> came and found me. PaulWilliamDavis.com. By the way, audience, Paul has one of the best websites I've ever seen. Honestly, honestly, I, I told my designers model after that guy, his messaging, his website's awesome. Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, people say to me all the time, like, why do you have people on that do the same thing that you do? What if your audience goes to them? And I say, that's not the purpose. The purpose is to help them find a, a landing zone that works best for them to get them to the next level, get them closer yeah. or find their purpose. So my job here is my purpose on this podcast is to, is to facilitate and orchestrate. You want to come work with me? Awesome. Want to go work with Paul? Great. As long as you get somewhere, that's what you're talking about is in the next couple yeah. of years, we really need people to be more dialed in and more focused. And then we need more guys like us that are helping people focus and, yeah. and, and get pinpointed on their purpose. So you're doing great stuff, man. Really appreciate you. You too. you too. And thank you so much, Ian. Thank you so, so much. Of course. Of course. Audience, I know for a fact you enjoyed that. So if you would, go to the Mental Purpose community. If you're not a member, join. If you are a member, go to the Mental Purpose community right after you finish your notes. Drop one of your ahas. Drop something that you learned here so that the rest of the community can understand that like this episode is massively powerful. And, um, and that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you on the next one.